Welcome to When I Was On My Mission, the podcast where missionaries tell true, unbelievable stories that they experienced firsthand. I'm your host, Brian Jensen. If you like this podcast, please tell a friend, subscribe, and leave us a five-star rating in your podcast app. It really helps us out. Hello and welcome to another episode of the When I Was On My Mission podcast. I'm Brian Jetson, your host, and I am here with a very special guest, Robbie Rich, my cousin and best friend for all of his life, most of my life. Robbie, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, it took long enough, particularly with that kind of an introduction. Well, would you agree with the introduction or, or you can disagree, which is fine. I would agree with your statement, the judge and counsel to accept that. Yeah. If if this is were a legal thing, then I would I would agree with your assessment. Very good. For everybody out there listening, Robbie and I have known each other for our whole lives. Um, grew up playing together, spent summers together, all sorts of fun things. So I'm super excited to have him on the podcast. And it has been too long. Thank you, Robbie, for joining us. <laughs> so Robbie. Before we jump into the story, I want to ask you a bit about your mission. So first of all, where did you serve? So I served in Madrid, Spain. Very good. One of the places that was a dream location for me when I was thinking up um, missionary locations when I was young. And I'm assuming you spoke Spanish. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, I spoke Spanish. Also a fair amount of English because we have a lot of people from, from like Nigeria and other parts of Africa. Awesome. And were you excited first to go on a mission and then were you excited about the call that you received when you got your mission call yeah i was very excited to go on my mission it it kind of felt like a really big rite of passage basically all of the male cousins in my family had all gone on missions all of my brothers and actually the funny thing was so i have my oldest brother steve went to ireland and my dad went to england and then i have two other brothers burke and ben and they both went to South America, Spanish speaking. And so when I got my mission call, they were like, okay, this is gonna be the tiebreaker. Either he's going <laughs> to Europe or he's gonna go Spanish speaking. And I ended up going to Europe Spanish speaking. So it's still <laughs> just dead, even neck and neck. Oh, that's great. I, I, I never knew that you guys were keeping score that way and these are all my cousins and Robbie yes it was a big rite of passage in our family and I think we looked up to all those cousins that went before us so I think I know the feeling and what was it like when you opened your call and it said you're going to Madrid so it was really overwhelming I had hoped I'd be going to like some third world place just because I wanted a really intense experience so I, I wouldn't say I was like, I opened it and I was like, oh, y'all, Madrid, Spain. Blah. But it was honestly something that I hadn't really even considered as an option. I mean, I think part of it was I didn't hear a lot about Spain after in like history in my classes after like 18, 1700s or something. It wasn't on my radar as much, but I was I was really excited once I found out about it. My stake president ended up being one of original four missionaries who opened up Spain. His name's Clark Hinckley. 
Oh, wow. He talked to me about it. There ended up just a bunch of people came out of the woodwork and were like, oh my gosh, this is the best mission ever. And we're all super excited about it. Brian and my family have like a hotel kind of by the Grand Canyon. We have a lot of people who come and work there. And one of the people who had gone to that mission was one of my favorite employees who had worked with us before. And so there were just like a lot of random stuff that ended up working out great. Oh, and I also realized the last song I listened to before I opened my mission was... um, Holiday in Spain by Counting Crows. Uh, a little yeah, foreshadowing from the Counting Crows before you opened your call. That's, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I, I find that Counting Crows songs tend to be very prophetic. So, <laughs> well, that is that's great. And what years did you serve from, Robbie? Um, I was from 2008 to 2010. Excellent. Well, with that, why don't we just jump into your story, Robbie? Can you take it away? Okay. So I am going to talk to you guys about something that I I believe this is a first on the podcast. This is one of those like weird traditions of our fathers kind of deal where as you go through a mission, a lot of people will do some stuff to like commemorate their time. So for instance, every six months, some missionaries, and obviously this isn't like a church thing or like encouraged by the brethren or anything, but some people it's will not an, an burn articles of clothing at each six month milestone. So the way that a lot of them will do it is at the first six months, you burn a tie. And then at the next six months, it's like a, it's a shirt, I believe. At 18 months, it's a pair of pants. And then at, at the full like 24 months, you're supposed to burn a suit. And so there were some missionaries in my mission that did that. I didn't do it as much. Also in Spain, we were in apartments. So it wasn't like I was going to light a fire in my apartment. What, what ended up happening is, so this is the night before I go home on my mission. And I had spent about nine months in this area in Spain. And my apartment was right next door, right across the street from the temple in Spain. Our apartment was kind of bigger and part of that was because we'd have zone conferences at the stake center there at the temple on on temple grounds and so so we'd have a lot of missionaries come and stay with us during zone conferences and the missionaries that were about to leave a lot of them would come and stay with us too and so me and two other missionaries that were all going home were all in the same district we were all living in the same apartment And so then that night, everyone else from our group just showed up and we were all having this giant sleepover. It was super fun. You'd been out for two years at this point, 24 months. You're about to go home. You're in your last area. They're bringing all of those missionaries into town to this place, including all the other missionaries that started at the same time as you. Yeah, and and so you're having a sleepover with these guys. Is that is that? So right? it's 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 like a giant party. Okay, great. <laughs> a lot of my favorite people were all there, and so as part of this, we were trying to like ditch stuff from our bags so that everything would be underweight. We all had these like threadbare suits after two years, and we were like, oh, this is a great opportunity. We're not going to burn them, but we could at least like cut them up symbolically <laughs> let me just uh-huh. jump in here let me just jump in here real quick so 
I am aware of this tradition as well. Also, you know, would reiterate, it's not an official tradition, but it's, it's a lot of fun while you're out there if you're in a place where you can do it. But I burned my tie at six months. I burned my shirt at a year. I burned pants at 18 months and then a suit when I got home, like the night that I got home from the airport. Loved every minute of it. Have great pictures of me dancing around with my companions from the fires that we set burning our clothes. So anyway, just want to throw that in there. I, I support this tradition. I'll put it this way. This is when I am on my mission podcast supported, but that does not <laughs> extend to, uh, to broader LDS church yeah, uh, support. So anyway, keep going. Sorry. We're all just like cutting stuff up that we don't want. It's <laughs> turning into this giant thing. And so like I had a couple of suits. I was planning on wearing this one suit home and I had this other suit and I was like, okay, we'll go with that. And I'll, I'll just cut th that one up. One of the other missionaries there was like, hey, can I cut this up? And I'm like, oh yeah, sure. I thought that it was the one that I wasn't wearing. So he starts cutting up the pants legs and everything. And then I look at, and someone else had the other one. And so I'm like, oh no, stop. So my one suit that I was, was planning on destroying was destroyed and then in the ruckus they had grabbed the other pair of pants that i was wearing and just started snipping up both of my other pairs of pants that go oh, with the jacket no. i was gonna wear all of my pants had been shredded to some degree and i'm just like oh no i have to go on a plane tomorrow <laughs> and my options are basketball short and nothing else <laughs> And I, just, I just want to comment too that for those that don't know Robbie, Robbie is very tall. He's a bigger guy than normal. And to find our replacement I, in at, at, So I, I am six seven. And at the time I was like 300 pounds. So like I am a substantial individual. <laughs> I had a hard enough time finding pants in spain as it was when i was knocking doors there were times where i was knocking doors on like in a little pueblo out there a grandma would open the door see some giant standing in front of her door scream and slam it shut i'm significantly larger than most spaniards so the idea of me being able to find another pair of pants in most places in spain before i had to go to the airport the next morning was laughable at best. So we start thinking and I'm talking to these two who were both there with me. And I'm just like, I don't know what we're going to do. And we start looking at the two pairs of pants. So it was like a two pants suit and both of them had been cut up. So I started looking, I was like, you know, the right leg on this one isn't too bad. And the left leg on this one isn't too bad. <laughs> so luckily Elder Taylor like came through with his namesake and like knew how to sew. He's like, you know, we could cut the stitch on both of these pairs of pants, put the two legs together and sew it back together. And then you've got a new pair of pants. And wow. So the night before my mission, we stayed up until like 2 a.m. painstakingly sewing together a pair of pants that had been thoughtlessly destroyed. And and what happened? How, what was the result? We were able to get it together, but it was so threadbare that we were kind of worried. So we ended up just reinforcing everything with 
duct tape. <laughs> and so there, there were little areas where little cuts. And so we'd put those up and put duct tape under those as well. <laughs> so that I wouldn't like sit down and have one of them like split open. It basically felt like I was wearing a diaper all the way home, like a not breathable duct tape diaper to a degree. <laughs> and it's not a short flight coming back to Salt Lake City from Madrid, Spain. Very sweaty, not particularly comfortable, but very memorable. That's great. So you stayed up till 2 a.m., which was probably kind of fun. Like, you probably wanted to go to bed, but you're hanging out with them. Plus, you're going to be sitting on a plane for the next, like, yeah, forever. We weren't too worried about not being able to, like, get a nap or anything. Yeah. <laughs> so you're up late, but then you got this uncomfortable flight. How did the pants hold up? back to salt lake city the pants are still somewhere like they held up did you wear the pants again after you got home or were you, were you done with them i made the decision to wear them to my homecoming because it was funny and yeah. because it, like i i think i brought it up in some way during my homecoming talk and then said like i'm wearing the pants right now from what i remember well that is great I'm just thinking of you staying up late, building a, a pair of pants and duct tape and the whole diaper result. The level of um, ingenuity and MacGyverness that uh, you can encounter from time to time while you're serving as a missionary. And, you know, just turning it into a missionary moment, it just shows that you can make some stupid mistakes and still get out of it okay. You'll be a little uncomfortable for a while, but you can still like get through okay. Eventually you get a new pair of pants. Very appropriate. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you Robbie, for that. I'm thinking about this, you know, this is funny because it, it reminds me of just fun times I had with, with missionaries who were good friends that I met along the way or who I came out with and things like that. But thinking about those times, those fun times with those missionary friends, companions, thinking to other times that maybe weren't as fun. Robbie, was it worth it going on a mission? Oh yeah, definitely. Like I met some incredible people. I had some amazing experiences. I got to learn Spanish. There is an added layer of motivation to learn a language when it's required to eat. <laughs> I learned a ton. It was an amazing experience. I had definitely some of the most spiritual experiences of my life on my mission. Met some amazing people, learned a lot about different cultures one of the great things about spain is it's really like a mixing pot of all of europe so i got to meet people from all over spain and all over the world but so i ended up teaching people from every country in south america most of eastern europe i only had one spanish investigator the entire time i was there thought i was pretty like worldly and understood a lot before i went there and i immediately realized that i was very sheltered and had like no idea what i was talking about and that's a very good place to be in when you're 19. well robbie thank you so much it's just a super fun story and i think a great example of some of the fun situations you get in and the adventure that serving a mission is with all those good friends and companions who you meet along the way so robbie thank you for joining us on the podcast thank you it's been a pleasure i hope you enjoyed this episode of when i was on my mission if you or someone you know has a great mission story, we would love to hear it. Please email us at contactonmymission at gmail.com 
or DM us on Instagram or Facebook at When I Was On My Mission. If you like this podcast, please tell a friend, subscribe, and leave us a five-star rating in your podcast app.